Yeah, it is uh, 1049. Welcome back. We got Natalie Rodriguez with a trending. Oh, actually, we do not have Natalie Rodriguez with a trending story. My my apologies. We are on standby, though, for Senator Rick Scott, who will be uh, joining us momentarily. And our uh, junior senator. It's always one of the funny things because you have whoever the more tenured senator is. They happen to be the senior. So Marco Rubio. Uh, the, the younger of the two is the senior and uh, our former governor, the the junior senator of our state. But obviously, Rick dealt with so many hurricanes during his time as governor, and including the last one that brought those hurricane force winds to our area, to southeastern Florida. While not making landfall, you did have Irma that brought those Category 1 effects to our area, along with uh, some tornadoes and, and left a, a fair amount of damage. Many of us without powers, without power for six days during that particular storm and it, just a reminder that you know sometimes it's not about how uh, that wind speed that i was talking about uh, it, it can be the the other effects that go along with that hurricane and as we are getting assessment from the southwest coastline it is really devastating this morning and uh, senator rick scott is joining us now senator thank you for for taking the time with us first i know this brush by your backyard you live in naples uh, how are you how's your family Everybody, <clears throat> lose my voice. Hold on, same right. Sure, no worries. Take your time. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> everybody's fine. Um, my, um, I'm up here in D.C. Um, my family's in a safe place. Some of my uh, grandkids came up with me uh, when I came up here just to evacuate them. So everybody's everybody's fine. My my, my heart, and I'm scared to death. What the um, what the results of Fort Myers is. So the um, you just all the stories you're hearing. I've been talking to the sheriffs and police chiefs and mayors, and you know, you just you just hope everybody got to safe places and and understood the, the risk of this um, storm surge. Because um, and I hope everybody tries to stay safe now. I know our uh, all of our first responders are going to do everything they can to to help people, and so. But it's, this is a scary time when so many people um, not being able to contact their loved ones either because the phone's down or. They're, you know, they're in such in harm's way. So I talked, I know um, there's thousands of rescues going on right now. Um, and, um, and but we have a great team. We've, you know, our, our fire departments, our police departments, our sheriff's departments, our, you know, highway patrol, this is, they're all professionals and they're out there doing everything they can. So, but I'm scared to death for people right now. My heart goes out to them. Yeah, Senator, you mentioned you had talked to some of the local officials, including sheriffs. One of the, and not one of, the most dire account we've heard um, thus far is from the Lee County Sheriff, uh, where he had said at one point this morning, potentially hundreds of deaths. Governor DeSantis and his presser earlier this morning seemed to, to maybe um, you know walk that back a little bit. Do you have any kind of clarification or, or idea uh, as to the um, you know, accuracy of, of that information? I talked to uh, uh, Sheriff Marcino, and, and I know that he's got thousands of rescues he's working on right now. Um, and I know that as soon as he has good information, he'll put it out. Uh, what you hope is that, um, that you know, we didn't lose anybody. I mean, when I was governor, my goal was to get through these storms without losing people. Um, and so we hope that's the case. Um, but I know they'll, they'll be putting out information as, as they have it. Uh, we've got great uh, sheriff's departments around the state but i know uh right now um the lee county sheriff um is does a great job and he's swapped well with trying to rescue rescue people 
Senator, yeah, to your point, as, as governor, some of the images of your work that most are emblazoned in my mind are, you know, those emergency times and uh, making your, your rounds the EOCs in advance, telling people in evacuation zones to get out and, and uh, you know, the coordination of those uh, um, emergency efforts, those rescue efforts. We are obviously very experienced in the state of this. We have some of the best in the world uh, right here in, in uh, you know, South Florida that can help address and have already deployed to that area. Uh, you know, that said, what are the things that they are able to accomplish? What tend to be the biggest challenges in uh, the, the aftermath of a devastating hurricane like Ian? Well, for an individual, it's to stay safe. Um, there's, there's standing water. Um, there's down power lines. There's... Um, you know, you're out of, you might be out of water, might be out of power. So if you're going to use a generator, uh, make sure you know how to use it. You don't put it in your house. Uh, there's going to be people that go out and use power tools that never used them. You got to be really careful. So that's number one. Number two, what, what, what the first responders, um, is their risk is they've got to, they've got to clean out the debris. Uh, they've got to find people. Uh, and it's going to be, you know, if I hope no one finds anybody that's passed away, but just think about it. That how how emotional that's going to be for you. So it's one. It's a really hard work to get through this debris and get to people. Um, but then you know you're scared to death what you're going to see when you get there. Um, and then on top of that, we've got to get our power back on. I know our utilities work well together. They pre-positioned assets. Um, they're going to do everything they can to get the power back on. But sometimes it's very difficult because they have to completely rebuild power lines. I know that we've got we got to deal with communication. We got to make sure the Verizon's and T-Mobile's and AT&T, you know, they get they get back up and running quickly. Um, and so, when I was governor, uh, we passed legislation uh, to make sure all of our uh, nursing homes had um, um, generators. And um, and we just got to, you know, we just got to, um, you know, make sure all everybody, you know, everybody's going to sort of do their part. The federal government, um, you know, I'm going to make sure that you know the federal government does its part. Um, I've worked well with FEMA in the past, uh, but what you have to do is you have to work with people. Um, and so I'll be, I've already, I've been talking to FEMA, um, almost every day, uh, making sure we're getting all the resources we need. So it's just, it's just, it's a, it's one, we still have a storm up north. So let's be careful there. We've got a lot of standing water. Orlando got a lot of water. We still have standing water, um, uh, from the videos that I've seen talking to people, even in Naples, be careful right now. And, and um, and we got to get through this one. And then we got to re- rebuild our companies. There's going to be a lot of companies that um, they, they got flooded, and so that's going to impact a lot of jobs. So we all this is an all hands on deck uh, effort. And and as you know, we've got to make sure that um, if you have property insurance, you know how to make your claim. Um, you um, you know you don't get taken advantage of. So you know it's going to be important. And I know. Uh, the chief financial officer of State, Jimmy Petronas, will focus on making sure um, that people know what their rights are. So there's a, you know, you just, and there's steps in this, but the biggest one right now is keep everybody alive, get through all this rescue, and get all of our um, roads and bridges and airports open so we can get to people. You saw the pictures of what happened to the, um, you know, the bridge over to uh, Sanibel. Uh, I hope nobody was stranded in Sanibel. Because uh, my my understanding is Sanibel was completely covered. I don't know how deep, but completely covered in, in water. Remember after uh, after Charlie Captiva was never the same again, and it seems like we're taking yeah. a look at part two for Captiva and Sanibel. To your point as well, some of these initial images. Well, I hope here's Brian. Here's every every storm you learn something. Okay, 
Uh, I had four major storms when I was governor. You immediately learn how, what you've got to do to get the power back on. You immediately know, figure out what you have to do to get people in, out, out of harm's way. That's the things you learn pretty fast uh, by going through these. I think what we've got to learn, all Floridians have got to really understand, and I talked to the National Weather Service at National Hurricane Center about this, we've got to take storm surge seriously. Don't you just look at the category of the storm. You can have a category one storm with nine foot of storm surge. That's going to kill you. Um, and that's exactly what happened in Mexico Beach with, with Michael. It was so difficult to get people to evacuate because in the beginning it looked like, oh, that's only a category one. But it's still going to have nine foot of storm surge, and that did kill people. And so that's what we now have to really understand. I think the Hurricane Center, um, National Weather Service is doing everything they can to give people better information. But we have to be the ones that ultimately act on it. Amen. Well said. And your voice, it held in. You did really well for us. And, <laughs> and I'm, I'm grateful for the time as well. And also your expertise that you bring to the federal government uh, from your time as our governor. Thank you very much, Senator. All right. Have a good day, Brian. Bye-bye. You as well. Senator Rick Scott. Be right back here. Brian Mudshow, News Radio 610 WYOD. When news breaks.